0: my nah, people what's happening we're back on the third i review spring is getting here It's still a little cold but you know the movies is on fire right now so we're about to break down what i seen this weekend it was a hot start to well into the april but uh May's looking to come strong so we're about to break down the bow is afraid when saw that thursday night for the 420 on the friday when caught the new evil dead rise and then I caught on the back glimpse of it while I was in theaters of Scream 6. So we're going to break down all these films a little bit and then why you should go see them. And spoiler-free reviews, just is how the third eye does it. So make sure you tune in and uh, let's get ready to break down these movies. <clears throat> My people, what's up? What's happening? Back on the third eye review. I know it's been a couple weeks. Hope you guys caught in and tuned in to that john wick review along with some other reviews i think it was all the movies i caught so far and um we're just gonna keep that going a little bit and then i have another episode out this week that's what i've been watching on amazon and all that stuff because the movie's just been hot so i've been in there a lot lately so we're gonna go ahead and break it down um we'll talk about the evil dead rise first since it's hot and uh, the box the box office was kind of killing that this week so uh yeah when went and caught the evil dead rise wasn't a bad flick wasn't a bad flick Um, go ahead and say that this is the first Evil Dead Rise I've watched out of any of all the series so uh, yeah I'm going to critique it a little bit Uh, you know with me I'm just I like good movies especially you know being 25 and stuff you know coming up on Paranormal Activity and Sidious and stuff I'm looking for you know to be legit scared and stuff so I haven't really had a lot of horror movies do that in a long time so Evil Dead Rise when it was coming out with the first trailers and stuff I was like feeling like oh yeah man i got to go see that cuz it looks scary scary so uh on the you know get finally getting into the theaters and stuff and seeing the film um kind of didn't just wrap around you know just being scared shitless out of my pants does not take away from the film at all you know uh one a plus thing about the film is some awesome ass gore scenes like i love gore and blood and stuff so they definitely had some well credited scenes towards that and it was shot very well so uh thumbs up to that but just the way the story wrapped up and how like whatever it is the evil dead rise comes about i just wouldn't really feel in it and i know you don't don't always have to have that real feeling to a, a horror a horror movie you know because a lot of things are fake but you know you still like to kind of feel intrigued and you know make some things believable that has you kind of drawn to the screen more because you know, Once you're like, oh man, that's kind of like bullshit or fake, you're kind of just drawn away from the screen. But the killing aspect of Evil Dead Rise kept me drawn in for sure. And yeah, it was a fun flick. Definitely get out in the films and go see it. I'm sure you guys that have watched all the Evil Dead's before would be a way much bigger fan than I am. And I'll probably be a much bigger fan once I go back and watch those and catch up and then watch this for a second time. Definitely probably when it's out of theaters. But uh, yeah, it's not a bad film at all. Not a bad film whatsoever. I think it made a little over... 25 million for the weekend box office so uh yeah it's gonna do good and you know i think this is kind of what the evil dead production side of things was kind of thinking let's just get a movie out here for these fans because it's been a while and stuff and just kind of make it killing spree-ish so yeah get out there and go see it and bring a review upon that for yourself um the last movie the last movie i caught of the three was the scream six um, I was looking forward to this because when as soon as Scream came out, I was like, I was just one of them guys. I'm not, I'm not really a big Scream fan. I, you know, I haven't seen it since what my teenage days. It was coming out on MTV like week to week, so you know, I've, I'm I'm aware with those, of the story, but it's just never appealed to me. Like, oh yeah, I want to go see that Scream. Like other movies like Bo is Afraid and you know Avatar and stuff like that. Like stuff that I want to see, but still got to go see it. Um, I like this. It's a good, really cat and mouse, good cat and mouse movie of the ghost, the ghost face. One of the m- most, m- the more intrigued ones, you know, um, ghost face is just super intense, you know, with trying to, uh, we trying to come about and he's relocated to a different city, but he's still following the, the same girls that have been abroad in the series and stuff. And that's kind of what scream is getting to the family oriented, like stuff and kind of ghost face passing down, what he has in the past years and stuff and you'll get to know like why I say that once you watch the movie and stuff. But uh it's a good film. If you like the scream if you like the scream series, I think it's something good to tap into. I think uh I like the hereditary storyline that they're going with. So uh I mean yeah it's smart marketing on the scream side because if they keep, you know, rebranding the screen face and who it is and, you know, making it a new killer and stuff, Ghostface could really live on forever. So yeah, I mean Scream is definitely an irrelevant movie. And uh I'm glad I got to catch it in theaters before it was out on HBO or something. That probably would have took my that probably would've took my view on it a lot less because I didn't see it in the big screen. I feel like big screen definitely enhances things a lot more, especially with like intense killings and stuff with like uh intense drama packed films and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm definitely Glad I caught Scream in the theaters and it done well in the box office came out March 10th, but it's definitely killing done well over done well over what it was supposed to make. So uh, I could see a seventh one coming in the, in the future, probably like I wouldn't say 2024, but 2025 and stuff make it a little more amped up because like the way the Scream was killing in this movie. I could see them just turning it up a little bit more because now as movie fans, like we've seen all the stuff within series and stuff. So if they're going to keep a series alive, like scream and stuff, they got to make a twist and make it a little more intense. It's going to make us as viewers like, Oh, okay. I can sit here for this. And I'm here for, for this, as it keeps going on. That's something that's been brewing up since 1997. So yeah, the screen movie was good. I gave it a, I think I gave it a three and a half, maybe a four out of five just on the storyline Storyline plot of it, um, Jenna <clears throat> Ortega's acting just was a little like out of whack from that. Like, just seeing her in Wednesday into that, I just felt like she wasn't in the role as much. Like she is, but it's just like not like how I enjoy Jenna Ortega. So that's kind of what more. That's what took away more from my my five star view on the movie. But it's definitely a good movie to go see in the film. And the last but not least. We are going to talk about the Bo is Afraid. I don't, this movie is kind of hard to talk about because there's just so much going on within the film. So I'm just going to start it off by like, just go, please just go and see the movie. Ari Aster is a great, um, turning into one of my favorite directors in the, in the cinema world has three, has two prior movies to this one, Hereditary and Midsummer. I would definitely encourage you watching those before going to see Bo is Afraid because you, you'll get the, you'll get the, You'll get the routine that Ari kind of shoots his movies in, and like the hu- not the humor, but like you know the dark side of it, and then kind of like portraying portraying it to yourself and stuff, and the way he shoots with camera shots and stuff. If you watch Hereditary Midsummer, you'll kind of be like, okay, I get where this guy's going. He's definitely meant to be in the cinema world with like the Christopher Nolans, the Corsages, and stuff like that in that conversation. So he's definitely a a beautiful like he shoots a beautiful picture. So walking into Bo is afraid on four twenty. It was. I already had this plan. Like when I seen the, when I seen the preview back in the theaters a couple months ago, it was probably you know during a Great Shrooms trip, and I was like seeing that. I was probably peeking. I was like, man, I got to go see that on Shrooms too. So this is how that played out. I've been having this plan for mm, you know about three months. Like you know, I'm gonna go see of Fred off of Eight the of Shrooms, and um, man, I it's not for everybody. Don't go, don't go see it off of Eight the of Shrooms. And you, do whatever you do. Don't go see it sober. Cause it's kind of a, a lot of to handle and will put your nerves at ease a little bit, but, but man, it's just a lot to handle. Uh, Bo is, Bo is, I would say is schizophrenic, you know, um, schizophrenic. He has a lot of like phobia, not phobias, but just like, he just skits about everything in the world, the people like his, makes his interaction off and stuff. So he's actually set out on the venture to, uh, go see his mom's for his father's for his the anniversary of his father's death so you know Bo hasn't met his father and stuff so he's obviously shooken up about that and stuff you'll get to learn about that as the movie goes on and stuff <clears throat> and um but this this journey is just a lot to Bo to just make it out the house to go see his mom so you'll see as as the movie starts he talks with his par- his therapist and he's talking about the journey going there and visiting his mom and stuff and feeling a little bit guilty because this is the only time he makes you see his mom because of what he thinks of the world and getting outside and stuff. And so he feels a little bit guilty inside, but, uh, you know, as we get to learn about Bo's problems throughout the movie, that's when the movie grows more within the, the audience sitting there. So, uh, it's just a lot to explain because, you know, as someone that, deals with anxiety and schiz and like, like schizophrenia and all that stuff. Like we really don't know what they have going on in their head. So this is a big movie to go see because you have to lay eyes on, on everything on the screen that's going on because we're in Bo's POV, like someone with true anxiety. So you really have to sit down and process and think outside of yourself to, to really understand like what's going on to, to know what's real, what's not real within the movie to be in Bo's world because that's what Bo is how he's living on a day-to-day basis he don't know what's real he don't know what to believe he thinks people's out to get him and stuff so it's actually a lot to handle and as the movie wraps up and stuff and we get towards the end and introduced to his mother and stuff and what she and how she uh you know how she portrays how Bo is and how his mental being is and stuff it makes the handle on the movie a lot makes it like, makes you sit within yourself a lot, you know? And I left the theater thinking about the movie, you know, for like all weekend and I seen it on Thursday and I'm actually going back tonight and I'm recording this on the Monday to watch it for a second time. Cause I just can't process my, my head around it. I think like, I know I get the aspect of the movie and it's done well, but everyone, once they watch this movie, is going to have a different view on it because you know some people don't deal with anxiety people that deal with anxiety it might be a lot for them to handle but they'll get the aspect of the movie and everyone's not Bo so we're all going to see things differently but we we get the truly experience a a dark comedy you know like things are funny but they're not but they're funny in the aspect of like how it is in the world today you know like seeing how Bo sees it in. You know, portraying it to the world today because Bo sees everything, and people in the world like out to get them times a hundred. Like, if someone was out looking for you, Bo sees it as like, like it can happen like right now. So it's just a crazy thing that it's a crazy movie to take in, and you you just have to be very open minded and aware of like the, all the things going on in the movie, and and very aware of like Bo's situation and and when he's coherent when and during the movie and stuff, and like. Not going crazy, not tripping and stuff to know like what's real and what's not real, because that's kind of what you think at the end of the movie. Like, is everything even real? Like, you know, like how does Bo know what's real and stuff? And I don't know. It's a lot to handle. And I can't wait to talk about it more within its own podcast in a couple of weeks after I ta- watch it a second time. So uh, I'm actually going tonight and it'll be the second time. But please go see Bo's Afraid. It's my favorite movie that's been out in theater so far for twenty twenty three. And it reminds me a lot of the Truman Show. So I would say like, it's the Truman Show times a thousand, you know, like he thinks, he thinks he knows what's going on until he finds out what's going on. And that's kind of like what's happening to Bo. He thinks he's conditioned with something until it's all brought to light and he sees it from a different view. So, you know, is it all in his head? Is it all real? We don't know. Like, just go see for yourself. It's a great movie. And I seriously just want to thank Ari Esther for bringing a movie like that to the cinema. And it's crazy that a lot of, a lot of these theaters in Missouri aren't showing it, aren't showing it, but I understood it after watching it because like, I don't think the person with anxiety could sit through that movie all the way because it's really going to self resonate and make you probably think, you know, think about some things like, I don't know, like coping, like coping, you know, like maybe with some medicine or something, or I don't know. But it's a dark, it's it's a dark comedy for sure. Like some spots are dark and home touch and home touching, but like and some spots are funny, you know, because we look at it all as being funny in the world as one. So, just please go see it and take take your own view of the movie for sure. But it's a movie for an open minded person. And if you're if you're not if you're not into movies that are three hours long for you to be thinking super hard at the end, do not go see this movie. Just don't waste your time. But if you are and are open minded to the cinema world and how someone can bring a a movie to you and let you let you in your mind of watching a movie determine what it is and then this is a film for you and I thank Ari Esther for that and uh, yeah man so <clears throat> finished Snowfall and stuff so I might have a Snowfall is officially done so I might have a I'll probably run that down here soon in a couple of weeks and like why you should watch Snowfall and stuff but one of the one of the better series i've watched in a long time um ghost i think ghost still has a one-up on that because you know how everything's wrapped from power and all that the endings and stuff i'm just okay like snowfall still has me thinking like damn like i wish like now i would think it wished another way you know but it has me okay with how it went out so because you know everyone always don't you know have to get their you know their ends wrapped up and whatever you know they can just just be okay without, and that's kind of what Snowfall did, and I was okay with that. You know, it just makes you be like, damn. But I was okay with it, you know, thinking a day later and all that stuff. So, uh, Snowfall, make sure you watch 50 Cent Power shows, and uh, yeah, we're getting, we'll start getting to some more TV shows here here soon in the next couple of weeks and what I'm watching on Netflix and stuff because I honestly, like, have just been watching movies here and there, but if you check my letterbox out, like, all my reviews have been from the film, the, the theaters and stuff, so you're going to have to get out to the the theaters to see like what what films i've been reviewing so i'm gonna stay at that and you know if it's hot it's probably been watched and i'm in the theaters all the time so make sure you're tuned into the third eye review make sure you sign up for the betterhelpcom slash the barn for your 10 percent off your your own um, therapy needs and your online therapist it's a it's a great setup so you can get on there and set up with a therapist from online and different categories and stuff so make sure you go sign up at the betterhelpcom slash the barn for your 10 percent off and um yeah, make sure you follow the barn on all platforms. This is where the third eye review drops, and I thank all my followers from Instagram to Facebook and all that. Make sure you like, subscribe, share the podcast, share the Instagram page, and just keep uh keep in tune. Send me some movies to watch and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, let's just keep it going, baby. It's the summer and we're hot and we're rolling. The third eye.